Hey, Dave. What's up, buddy? So you went to Ireland. Fuck yeah, I did. And you specifically requested this I did. flaming bagpiper to be in studio. I didn't think it was a very good idea. <laughs> smoke everywhere right now. It happens, man. I, You know, I, go Can big or go stop? broke. I think he's going to set the studio on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad piper for you. Man. That is pretty badass sounding, though. Yeah, dude. I am bittersweet happy to be home. You know what I mean? Bittersweet happy to be home. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to be home because of the whole ordeal, but not because it was a good time. Although it was fucked up, but it was a good time. Yeah. So let's jump right to the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. You got stuck in Ireland? Yeah. Um, so. What we the fuck does that happen? We in the Midwest see as a blizzard. Um, no, I mean, how do I say this right? Like what we would say, like one inch, maybe two inches of snow, is a catastrophic, shut the entire country down snowfall in Ireland. <laughs> so they don't uh, they don't get much snow. They don't get much snow, and uh, yeah. So on, so it's like a a, a heavy rainfall. In Alabama, yeah, something like that, yeah, or, or yeah. Uh, a, no, it's a like dusting a, in San Antonio, right? Oh, fucking whole, whole thing just shuts the shut fuck down. down, whole country, yeah. And London and the U, in like the Europe, UK side, they got way worse. Britain got way worse, but so they shut down. Also, we got, I mean, Ireland got hammered in their words. Bunch of um, so yeah, we got we got stuck in a fucking hotel for three days. Um, and that was such a, cl- like the whole trip was such a clusterfuck from the time I checked into my fucking flight on Friday before we left. Um, but well, yeah, what happened? All right. So we'll backtrack to the beginning. Yeah, well, now let's um, go to the beginning. Cause right. I really just wanted to know this, <laughs> like this torrential, yeah. uh, yeah, it's called, uh, the, the beast, the beast from the east is what the news called it. So the snowstorm they had. The snowstorm they had. The one it was, inch. The, they, it was more than that in, in where we were at. We actually, Dublin and Waterford, where we were at, were the two that got hit the worst in Ireland. Um, and, of course, we were going from Waterford. It was more than that there. I mean, Three feet. T- I was comparing. like What we would think would be like an inch and a half to two inches is not bad. We would be, everyone still worked. But, like, everything closed down. And they got, I think they ended up getting, like, four, maybe five inches Oh, wow. So this is, like, really bad. Yeah, yeah. And some people, depending on who you talk to, one guy said it hadn't snowed like that in, like, 40 years. One guy said it was 50 years since the last time. Um, one guy said they got snow almost as bad in 2010, but then another person said they hadn't seen snow since 2002. So I don't know when the fuck they, mo- they most recently got snow. In between 50, 40, 10, 12, 3, and 5 years. I don't know. So between three and fifty years, is yeah, our, uh, yeah, pretty much. So nice. All right, um, accuracy is yeah. Very, uh, it, it it doesn't help that a lot of people over there drink. So yeah, you know. <laughs> um, all right, so and I, that, there's a lot to say about that too. But so so Friday night before our flight, uh, or Friday morning, I should say, um, I was able to check in line because you can check in 24 hours, and we were booked through a work travel experience thing, and. Uh, they booked us through British Airways, um, and it was American Airlines first, and then British Airways. Okay, so if we were going to go from O'Hare to Philly, Philly to Dublin, go to check in on American Airlines website, and they say that they cannot check me in because I'm a British Airways flight. 
And I'm like, uh, no, my second one is. My first one's American Airlines. So I called British. I tried British Airways. Said I couldn't check in because it was American Airlines. I'm like, what the fuck? So started um, off good. Yeah, and that was all on the phone apps. So then I went on the on the actual internet on my computer, and was able to check in through British Airways website. But I was only able to get a boarding pass for myself, not one for Joy, and only for the first trip or the first leg. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I called American Airlines, and they're like, yep, you have two seats uh, going from O'Hare to Philly. Um, I was like, well, I can't get boarding passes. Can you email them to me? Oh, no, you're fine. Once you go check in, they'll, they'll get you new ones. You're fine. Don't worry about it. You're, you got your two seats. I'm like, okay, what about the second flight? I want to make sure. Like, I don't want to be stranded in Philly and miss my Ireland trip. I'm going to fucking Ireland. And she's like... Oh, no, no, you're fine. Um, I see that you do have... Wait a minute. And I'm like waiting. It's like silent. I'm like, what? And she's like, well, you have four seats going from du- Philly to Dublin. I'm like, what do you mean I have four seats? And she's like, well, you've got two seats through American Airlines and two seats through British Airways. I'm like, so am I taking... Like, which flight am I taking? She's like, well, they're both the same flight. I'm like, okay, well, maybe British Airways booked it. And then, I don't know, either way, can you cancel the one of them and just let me, what am I taking? Am I picking an American Airlines flight or a British Airways? She's like, well, it's well, American. How can it be the same? Because they, co- they it's, it's called One World and they all share each other. It's the fucking most asinine, stupid fucking clusterfuck thing ever. Um, so basically, like it. it's called code sharing where like they, almost like, you know how loans, like banks will sell your loan to another fucking bank, but you still have the same fucking mm-hmm. company or whatever. It's kind of that deal. So we bought it through British Airways, but it's an actual, they brokered it out through American Airlines. So I have a British yeah. Airways flight and American Airlines flight, but they're both the same fucking but you're flight. going to be on an American, American Airlines, Airlines plane. plane. Yeah. It's fucking well, retarded. It's really stupid. It is. It's really retarded. And because it was all done this way, I couldn't check into either one because it was two different companies, even though both of them were going through American Airlines. It's fucking They retarded. take their business planning from edible arrangements. Apparently. I think they do. They do. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm kind of freaked. But I'm like, whatever. They said I'm fine. I've got four tickets. So I'm like, all right, cool. And she said, the lady said, once I get guys to- could really stretch out, huh? I know. Well, I told, I started saying, well, let's call two friends that can come with us. We got four fucking tickets. Let's go. You know, they just got to get to Dub or Philly. And, uh, so the lady's like, when you get to American Airlines at O'Hare, they'll be able to say, settle everything up and they'll get you a boarding pass and everything. I'm like, all right, cool. So we go to American Airlines on O'Hare the, the next day to get ready for a flight. I have my one boarding pass in hand. That's all I had. And uh, the lady's like, lady to the counter, she's like, well, wait a minute. Um, you're not on American Airlines. You're on British Airways. I'm like, no, this is American Airlines boarding pass for American Airlines trip going from here to Philly. And she's like, well, yes, but your second leg going to Dublin is on British Airways. I'm like, no, it's on American Airlines, but it's booked through, it, it, it's some code sharing thing. I don't know. And she's like, well, let me call British Airways. So she called British Airways and they, they told her that everything is fine, that I'll get a boarding pass when I get into Philly. That when I get to the check-in date, the check-in gate there, I'm like, all right. Well, ask them what gate it is. Well, they couldn't tell her what gate it was, so I have no idea. I had no idea what gate I was going to. I'm like, all right. So they gave me a boarding pass for this trip going to O'Hare to, to Philly for me and Joy. Check our bags. We go through security. I would have been so worried my shit was going to get lost on the way. There. I was, and I saw on the because it's already so confusing. I know, dude. I was so I was worried, but it did say um, Dublin on on my baggage, so I, mean, I wasn't too worried about the luggage. More so, I just want to make sure I was getting there. You know what right. I mean? And uh, so we go to the gate. And we had like an hour before we leave. And we're sitting there. And this girl was sitting across from us. And she was reading a book and whatever. And she she didn't say nothing. And then 
Joy just says, what are you doing? And I'm like, what? And she's like, look over there. What are you? And she's like, what are you doing? Excuse me, miss, what are you doing? And she had like a, looked almost like a cutting board, but a really thin one. And she was folding like origami on it, paper. She was making fucking birds. And she's like, oh, I make origami. I, I'm making cranes. And she's like, I'm trying to be in the Guinness. I think she was trying to do like Guinness World Records or whatever. Um, she, at that time, had 10,500 cranes she had made over three years. Um, she just makes them. And then she like, no, she like goes out and goes, like does art exhibits and shit. Weird. It, it's different, you know. So she made one for Joy. And then she made a, a flying crane for me. Like I hold it and I can pull on the crane's tail and it flaps the wings oh, and shit. Wow. Um, and then so we started talking and me being me, I always carry books with me when I go anywhere. I felt, well, she's giving me stuff for hers. I'll give her one of my books just to be nice. So, you know, um, so we kind of talked a little bit about it and she's like, yeah, I'd love to read it. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'll give it to her. And then we're explaining the situation. She's like, well, I'd call British Airways now. Like call the Philly British Airways. So I'm Googling British Airways and I call up there and they're like, yeah, you're fine. Like we've got two seats for you. You don't worry about it. She's like, we actually technically have four, but you're going to only get two because you only paid for two and there's only two of you, blah, blah, blah. When you get there, just check in. Tell me you're here for this flight, and you'll be all fine. Don't worry about it. I'm like, well, I've only got like an hour and ten minutes between when we land and when we take off in Philly. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if it's on the other side of the fucking where you know airport or what. And she's like, oh no, no, you'll be fine. Like, all right. So get on the flight. I feel like this is getting set up to be a complete disaster in Philly, dude. I know. So am I. So am I. And uh, so we get on the plane, and I'm freaking the fuck out because I don't know. Still, like, I'm not sure, and I'm like, I, what do we do? You know, because. You don't like I don't know. flying as it is, and I, yeah, yeah, and I, and it, I mean, I'm, I'm actually doing better with it with the stuff that yeah, I've done yeah. and whatnot. But so we fly to Philly, great flight, it was fine, everything's cool. Um, and uh, we get off the plane, and this girl that we met was standing like waving at us, like come to, motioning for us to come here. I'm like, what? She's like, you got to go right here. I already checked. You're going to this one right here. So she actually got off the plane before us, found out where we needed to go, and, and hooked us up for it. So that was really cool. Um, so I went in and it was American Airlines right on there, had a different American Airlines flight number, but underneath it, it had like five other ones and one of them was the British Airways one. Mm-hmm. So I went up to the lady at the counter. I'm like, Hey, um, I'm supposed to be taking this flight. I had like my itinerary paperwork. I'm like, this is the flight number. And she's like, that's not an existing flight. I need something else. I'm like, well, it's that one right behind you. It says that I'm going to Dublin. I'm on the same flight time. It's got to be this. And she's like, well, let me look at your name. She looked me up, grabbed my passport. She's like, yep, okay. So she printed off our stuff, and we were good to go. And uh, so we got on the plane, flew over to Dublin, and uh, flight. How that, long was the flight? Uh, that one was, I think, six hours and like 10 minutes or something. It wasn't that bad. Um, and uh, got off the the airplane, and right, right as soon as we got our luggage, we went right outside the luggage area. There was a guy standing there had um, Globus was the tour we were on. And he's like, um, what's your names? There's three or four other. I think there was four. Four other tours going with Globus. Um, what's your name? And I told him, oh, David and Joy. Yep, you're with me. I'm like, All right, cool. So we stood with him for a little bit. And then some people, like two couples that were supposed to be on that flight or were supposed to be there then weren't there. So I said, well, we'll just go because he had three times to pick up. I think it was eight, nine, and ten or something like that. And uh, so we took the bus to the hotel. And uh, we get in at, like, we'll say 9, 30, 10 o'clock, and checkout was 11. So we were there an hour before checkout, and when check-in was at 3, so we're, like, way early. And we go give them our name. They're like, yeah, no rooms are ready yet, um, but we'll we'll hold your bags for you. You can go, you know, check out the town. And 
at this time, it was probably 32 degrees outside in Dublin. And uh, the, the guy said, well, Trinity College is only like a mile away. It's right down here. You take a left and then go down here. And it's not too far. And there's some shopping around. I'm like, well, I really, I really wanted to see Trinity College. I really wanted to. And uh, I was like, well, what do you think? Joy's like, let's go. So she brought just like a zip-up hoodie for her her jacket. Same with me. I had It wasn't a hoodie, but it was just a zip-up. And uh, we both were wearing hoodies. And we were cold walking there, but we're, I mean, we're from Wisconsin, so 32, nothing, you know, it just seems like a nice spring day for me. So we got all the way to the Trinity College, walked in, and uh, it was closed. Like, you can walk in the building, but you can't get in anywhere because it's all closed until 1130. I'm like, I'm not going to sit for two, it was almost two hours, it was like 945. We're not going to sit for two hours to fucking tour the place. I was like, plus we're going to be here tomorrow, so we'll just see it tomorrow, you know, we'll walk around. And then there was a sign that said, um... Book of Kells and library tours this way. I'm like, well, let's see what time they open. Same thing, 1130. I'm like, fuck, because I really want to see the Book of Kells. Because, like, the, I don't know if you know about the Book of Kells or not. Trinity College, you know any of this I don't stuff? Know anything about All right. that. Uh, the Book of College, is, or the, the Book of Kells is, like, I think the one of the oldest books in Ireland. Um, um, all the people in Ireland right now and people that have actually got to see it are like, you're fucking dumb. It's not right. I don't remember what exactly it is, but I know it's like a historical thing. You can actually go up and see it, and it's like in. Leatherbound and the papyrus and all that papyrus or obviously that shit. Um, it's supposed to be like a really awe-inspiring thing. The library was really cool, um, but we didn't get to go see it. See it, and uh, so we ended up walking around. I bought this fucking awesome hat that. It's uh, pretty badass. I, I said I wanted to go to Ireland. I wanted to bring myself back a wool sweater, like those really nice Irish wool sweaters. Mm-hmm. And everyone I saw, I'm like I would never wear that. So I'm not gonna. So I saw this. I'm like, I'll wear this. Yeah. So I bought it. Um, the entire trip, Joy wore it. Because she didn't have a hat, right. so today is the first time I actually wore my own hat. Um, I'm way over here yeah, today. New uh, and I, and other I, ball caps, and I bought two other Ireland ball caps as well. Yes. Um, so, anyways, so I bought that. I think we bought a couple of things for chocolate or something. Because my sister wanted me to bring back some Irish chocolate, so I brought that. And then we kind of walked around, and got back to the hotel by like eleven, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, no rooms are ready." I'm like, "All right." So I went to the bar, thinking Guinness makes Caliper. That is a non-alcoholic beer. We are literally. A mile and a half away from Guinness Brewery, they've got to have Caliper here. So I asked the guy, he's like, never heard of it. Never right. heard of it. And he doesn't speak good English in the first place. I'm like, all right, do you have anything non-alcoholic? Uh, pop, like soda, beverages? I'm like, well, what about that right there? It was a small, tiny... What do you mean he doesn't speak good English? They speak English over They there. do. He wasn't He wasn't Irish, though. He was oh. like Bosnian or some shit. Oh, know. one of um, those. They had a bottle about this size here, which is really good for the like, listeners, but like a travel size bottle right. of ginger beer. And I like ginger beer, so I was like, could I have that? He's like, what is it? And, I'm like, and I pointed over where it's at. He's looking all through the cooler. He couldn't find it. I'm like, no, no. It's on the dry goods shelf right next to the cooler. First shelf, top right. Oh, okay. Gives it to me, and he's like looking on the machine. He's like, I don't know how to ring it up. Um, where are you sitting? I'm like, by the front door over there on the couches. He's like, all right, I'll bring you a tab you know, when I find it. That's fine. I finished that entire thing. We waited almost another 45 minutes till we got our room. He walked by me about 10 times. Never once asked me for money. So I got a free ginger beer out of it. Cool. Nice. So get our get our key, go to the room, drop off our shit, and I'm like, all right, what do you want to do now? And she's like, I don't know. I was like, we had like an hour before lunch and or dinner. We No, we had it. No, wow. Dinner was at six. We had like five hours. So we just walked around Dublin, you know. Um, everything was closed because it was Sunday. So everything closes on Sunday pretty much except for bars. Um, and some of the stores are open. Not many, but some. And uh, 
So we got back, just kind of hung out, um, and then we had dinner. Dinner was a fucking fiasco. Uh, we go down, and uh, in our specific tour, because there was four tours at each hotel doing the exact same trip, our tour had 44 people. And uh, we walk in, and I was like, where do we sit? And the lady's like, find two seats anywhere you want. You might not be together. Just just sit somewhere. I'm like, well, I'm not going to not sit by my wife. I'm in Ireland. I don't want to have dinner with complete strangers. Right. Um, so we found two seats and then two seats, like a table of four. So we sat down. We're like, we're taking these two seats. Fuck it. So we sat next to each other. And then a, t- a group of three come down, and they had to get split up. And they were super pissed. So the two, the, the mother and the daughter sat with us, and then the brother sat by himself. And we're talking there, ironically, nurses from Skokie, Illinois. That's how it always is, dude. Yeah. yeah they're it's from Skokie. Always, like, why? How is this? Doesn't know. it seem weird? That it is. No matter where you go, no matter who it is, you go somewhere across the fucking world, and all of a sudden you're... Yeah. It's somebody that lives, you know, an hour from you. Yeah, yeah. So it's weird. It is weird. Um, so, talked to them for a little bit. They were pretty cool. Um, and then, after dinner, we... Basically went back up to the room and uh, just kind of hung out. It was a long day of traveling, so we were tired and we went to bed early. Next that day, sucks in Ireland. Of course, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, and uh, Monday was our big t- city tour day, where we were going to tour all of Dublin. He was going to show us all of Dublin, and uh, we did that. And I've been on tours where they hang on a second. Yeah. What was your dinner? What did you eat for dinner? Um, I think this is important. That first night, yeah. I had, uh, what the fuck was it? I think it was like beef or ham. It was beef, yeah, beef and potatoes. Okay. And I didn't have the veggies. Very and, Irish. Yeah, beef and potatoes. And then uh, they had these really cool eclairs, like eclair, chocolate eclair things. I had like three of those. They were little mini ones. I had three of those. So yeah. They were pretty good. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah. Just, so, just curious. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so yeah, so we did the bus tour of Dublin and we drove around. He showed us Trinity College again. I went, oh yeah, that place is open now. Imagine that. And uh, we didn't stop anywhere except for we went to a national park that is the biggest national park in the entire country of Ireland. And, uh, the president lives there on this ground and the ambassador to the United States lives there also. And, uh, so we saw all that and then, uh, this gigantic, cross that was erected in the middle of the park because the pope went there or the bishop went there i can't remember which one probably the pope because he's bigger i think the pope went there like 10 years ago did this big mass so they erected a, a mm-hmm. fucking thing for him um and then we went to this little park like gift shop coffee house thing um and we were the only tour that did that like he the tour guide loves this place and he thinks it's a cool thing for people to see so he brought us there he didn't let us get out to take pictures of the giant cross there were plenty of wild deer just walking around the park and people were like petting them feeding them and shit i wanted to take pictures of how close they were didn't stop to do that like that's what i started to say for you guys dinner every group tour that i've been on they stop for pictures anytime that there's a picture opportunity they stop we didn't do that once on this trip he had certain places he wanted to stop that we stopped at for like pictures scenic shots but other shit we drove by castle ruins and stuff. I was like, oh, sweet. So most of our pictures for like cool stuff like that is through the bus window, uh-huh. which you can sometimes see a reflection, sometimes you can't. And we were driving that 60 sucks. miles an hour, you know? Yeah. So I wasn't happy about that. Yeah, why wouldn't they? It's just I, because that's how time. he does his that's tour? That's how he does his tour, I'm guessing, yeah. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, 
not many people like this guy. By the end of the trip, he was pretty much the most hated person in Ireland, I think. Um, <laughs> so we get back from there, and we had free time to do whatever we wanted. Dinner again was at 6. So we walked back to Trinity College. There was a big, long line for the Book of Kells, so we didn't do that. So we shopped. We just walked around and shopped and stuff, bought some souvenirs for people and whatnot, and then went back, had dinner, and then got our bu- our um, luggage packed because the very next day we were going to the next pl- city. So, which was weird. I've never done that before. Like literally, you stay in the hotel for a night, and then the next morning you go to the next town. You know, so pretty much every night we were living out of a suitcase and traveling every night. You know, um, which was weird, but it was all right. It worked out. And in the itinerary, it says bus etiquette. You are supposed to rotate seats every day. It, I, I guess it's very common for bus tours. You rotate seats, so you're not always sitting in the same seat. I've been on bus tours, and you get the same seat every day. See, that's what I've done. I, but I've never done one like Why this. Why the fuck would you rotate? That I don't know. Maybe silly. it's a Globus thing. I don't know. But everyone else was saying they knew about it. And it's deciding by the tour guide how we do it. So our, we started seating on the left side. The left side goes back two seats. The right side goes forward two seats. Okay? That's how we rotate. Okay. All right? So the f- first day we rotate, it was a clusterfuck, man. People didn't remember where they were sitting in the first place. and not know why you just sit in the same yeah, fucking seat or yeah. whatever. Um, how irritating. It, it was. Like, me and Joy rotated every day until Thursday when when we got snowed in. Then we're just like, fuck it. We're just going to take whatever seat we can at this point. Um, but... Uh, so, yeah, so we went to, the second day we went to Galway. What difference does it make where you sit um, on the bus? Well, actually, it does. In this particular trip, all the really cool sightseeing stuff was on the right side of the bus. We were sitting on the left side the entire trip. So we didn't see, I mean, we saw it. We just didn't get good picture opportunities. <laughs> so your pictures are actually through the window across the fucking <laughs> yeah, bus. Yeah, yeah, oh, some wow. of them, some of them, yeah. And they had USB ports on the on the ceiling. And so if people on the right-hand side were plugging in their phones, you got their fucking cords in the shots, you know. It was pretty shitty. But, I mean, it it was still fine. Whatever. Um, (laughs) So we we stopped in Galway, um, and I was on a mission. I'm going to tell you right now. I was on a mission this this trip. Because I've been wanting a tattoo for a long time. I was on a mission to find an open tattoo shop. That I get a tattoo. Oh, you want a tattoo in Ireland? Yeah, why not? I yeah. mean, fucking, and it's an Irish tattoo. You can't I, drink. You might as well get a tattoo. Fuck yeah! You know. Um, oh no! What? Monday night we did Guinness. I'm sorry, I totally skipped the Guinness tour. <laughs> One of the most bucket list <laughs> thing for this trip. You All right, yeah. Thing. Well, because I'm just bouncing around trying to remember everything. All right, so I'll get back to Galway. I'll do Guinness first. All right. So we uh, we're supposed to arrive at Guinness at five o'clock, with an hour tour and dinner at six o'clock. Okay, that's the plan. And 6 o'clock dinner at Guinness. And uh, the bus driver and the tour guide got in an argument about the, the route to get there. Um, so we didn't get there till 20 after 5, I think. So we were 20 minutes late, which means it shortened our, our fucking tour. And it was a clusterfuck. It was, I think, nine floors that you're supposed to see. Every floor had a different thing you got to learn about. And there was times of the tour where there was like eight sections of the floor that he just kind of briefly skimmed over them and went to the next fucking floor. Um, so the Guinness tour sucked because we ran through it so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get, did a Guinness tasting. You get a free, you get a little fucking coupon for a free beer at what they call oxygen bar. And the oxygen bar is on the top floor of the building. 
and it's a 360 degree circle, all windows. You can see the entire city of Dublin, and it was really cool. Nice. Super packed. Everybody drinking Guinness. I go up with my ticket, and I'm like, hey, do you have anything non-alcoholic? And she was French, I think, because she had a really thick French-type accent. And she's like, I have a soda beverage and this and that and this, that, but no, no alcohol. I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll take a soda then. It's fine. So she gave me a soda water, not a soda. Joy walks up, and she's like, do you have any beer that's non-alcoholic, like Caliper or anything? Oh, no, no, no. We have uh, Pure Brew. We have that. And she's like, is it non-alcoholic? Yeah, it's non-alcoholic. I'll take that. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, I just asked the same fucking question. So she gives Joy the pure brew, and I give her the soda water, because she's like, here, I ordered it for you. You want it? You can have it. And uh, it was amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah? Yeah. It had just came out and released in Dublin only right now in January of this year. Check it in on Untapped? No, I don't have Untapped anymore. Yeah, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, it, so it's a pure brew. It's called Pure Brew. Is there? And it's from their. It's, but it's it, NA. It's NA beer, and uh, it tasted like, like an IPA. It was really. It was really hoppy. It was. Oh, you dude, brought some back, right? I did not. Oh, I was planning on it. It didn't happen. Um, probably can't export shit like that anyway. You can. You probably can bring beer really? back. You can bring beer and alcohol because you can buy it there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's difficult to, tr- to, to do without breaking. Like I was worried about it breaking, um, or exploding because of the pressure. Yeah. Um, and we were stranded for three extra days. So I just drank it in the hotel, um, because it was cheaper than buying it at the hotel. Anyways. Um, so when the lady saw us switching, she's like, well, well, what up? And I was like, this is what I actually wanted. So she went and got another one for joy. Joy didn't like it. So I got two happy me. Nice. Um, so then we got. Maybe seven or eight minutes in the in the oxygen bar because we had to meet for dinner. So we went down for dinner, and before dinner they have to give you a Guinness tasting. They, it's like a wine kind of sewer event. They pour a half a shot in your little glass. You got to swirl it around and smell it, and then taste it, and with all your different sides of your tongue and shit. And we didn't do that. We just handed it to the people that we met. Uh, which you didn't had, smell it and all that. I smelled it. Yeah, oh. I smelled it. And everyone told so you me you participated with everything except the taste. Yeah, everyone okay. told me how different it was before I went. And while I was there, everyone's like, oh, it's so much different. You should just try one sip. It's so much different. I'm like, nope, not going to do it. And uh, we sat with the these three girls and their mother. Now, the one mother and the daughter are from Arkansas. The other two live in either Vegas or Hawaii. So the Hawaii girl likes to party, likes to drink. Um, not that she's a drunk or alcoholic, but she likes to have a good time. Right. So she had everybody else's Guinness that didn't like it. She had all of theirs. And then she ordered a pint at the free beer or the free bar. Um, and then Joy and I gave her ours and, uh, and with dinner, you got a complimentary pint or a glass of wine. Um, so she got some wine, I think with dinner or something like that. And I asked for the pure brew. So I got that for dinner also. Um, dinner there was like a ham, something or other with a, like a Guinness gravy or something and some weird potatoes, lots of veggies that I did eat and shit. Um, but uh, I ended up getting like two or three more pure brews. I had probably like six pure brews while I was there for free. Didn't get charged for any of them. So you almost got drunk. No, God, not even close. Of these tiny little. I, uh, they're point five percent. So I would have to have. <clears throat> so let's say you had six of them. You you maybe had like a what? Or then it would almost be like a six point fives would be 
not even three percent because it's not well yeah it's not equivalent right you know yeah it's 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 nothing it's so yeah it's like you had a coarse light not even not (laughs) even well Um, really watered down coarse light yeah yeah um and then we went down to the the gift shop and so i was walking around the gift shop thinking man all this shit is really cool but I don't drink, so I don't really want to buy Guinness shit because right. I, I have Guinness shit at home that I don't wear anymore. You know, I'm like, I, I don't, I want it because it's really fucking cool, but I don't because I'm not going to wear it anywhere. You know, right. so I was like, well, do I get Eric something from Guinness? Do I get Ryan something from Guinness? I'm like, there's so many other things to do and see, places to shop. Eric's ears just perked I, up. I I don't want to do the traditional. I'm just going to get you a Guinness shirt or Guinness something. So I ended up buying six individual pure brews. Because they had actual cases, like in boxes. Right. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I could buy this and ship it home. But they were all empty. They were just for display. It fucking outrageously expensive. Uh, I would have done it. I would have done it just so you guys could try it and I'd have it home. I'm very um, curious to wish. I wish. Yeah, I know. We had well, I, it, I think it's going to come here eventually because I was reading an article about it. And it re- was released in January of this year. So they're going to brew it by, here. I bet you. I don't know, man. In America. Well, R- rather than ship it overseas, I bet you they'll just brew yeah, it they that might, recipe yeah. here. Yeah, they It'd be easier. Will. Yeah. It'd be silly to they, uh, Here's a fun fact about Guinness. Did you know that the biggest um, Guinness manufacturing brewery is not actually in Ireland? Well, I mean, I didn't know that, but I would. Where would you, where would you guess it would be? Hmm. I'll give you a hint. It's not United States. Yeah, I wasn't going to... I'm going to say Germany. Africa. Really? Africa is the leading consumption country in uh, in, in the world. That makes sense. Why would it be Germany? I don't know. That seemed yeah. like it might be I Germany. was really shocked by that. Africa. Huh? Africa, yeah. They they actually have the biggest... The Guinness plant South that we Africa toured... South Africa or like just the he just whole said fucking continent? He just oh, said okay. Africa. He didn't say exactly where yeah. it was. And I think there's like five breweries in Africa. But uh, something like that. He was, t- like I said, it was such a quick tour. I don't yeah. remember a lot of it. Um, that sucks because, uh, yeah, you, something like that, you probably, you know, you'd want a little bit longer. Yeah, an hour. You, we were scheduled for an hour. What the hell? That was weird. It sounded weird, didn't it? Yeah. It sounded like you, you like, disconnected or something. Yeah, or something. I didn't. Anyways, um, so yeah, so Guinness was, was cool to be there and to see, to learn some of the history and stuff. Um, but I wish it would have been a longer tour. What did it tour. smell like there? It smelled like caramel and coffee yeah. and hops. Um, we got a lot of cool pictures. Um, smelled good. It did. It smelled really good. The Guinness smelled amazing. You know, when I smelled yeah. it, it smelled really good. Um, I was like the the reason I ask is when I went to Denver and Coors, mm-hmm. the fucking like the smell. It was like it yeah, was any, very prominent there. Yeah, any brewer you go to, you're gonna smell it. Nah, you know? Yeah, I mean, I've been a couple of breweries and you don't really smell anything, but it was just very prominent like you could really smell it there yeah i was just curious what it smelled like yeah no it it smelled like straight up guinness yeah um but yeah the article said that they were by the summer of this year they're going to release it to the whole country of ireland but they didn't say anything about worldwide but they did say that guinness is starting to um work more on the na beers because it's becoming more of a popular thing Hmm. so there may be more than just the pure root coming out which i'm excited about um, so yeah, so I bought a couple things in Guinness for different people. And, uh, so that was Guinness. And th- anyway, so Galway, so I'm, I'm walking around, we're like, oh, there's a tattoo shop, let's go. So we went there knowing we only had a half hour, 45 minutes at this place. So I knew I wasn't going to get one, but I just wanted to see 
if I could find like a Celtic one that I really like, I could take a picture of and show somewhere else. Right. And uh, they weren't open because they didn't open for like another hour or something stupid. So nothing's ever open in Ireland. Sounds like no. Okay, legit. Monday through Friday, stores close anywhere between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. They don't open till 10 or 11. They don't have Walmarts over there? I, we did not see a single Walmart. Yeah, I don't think they have Walmarts. I think they do, but I, I didn't see them. But maybe they don't. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, everything closes between 4 and 6. The only things that are open after 6 are bars and restaurants. Um, so we were told to eat at Galway because the next place we weren't going to eat. Um, but everywhere we walked around was super busy for food, so we just we just shopped. You know, bought some stuff, looked for certain items, like uh, um, Joy wanted to get a knife, like a pocket knife for a friend that collects them. Right. And so we were looking for a, a pocket knife place, couldn't find one. Um, I figured, like, they'd have a sword shop or something, you know, like Viking-type shit. Something. Didn't have it. So the one Maybe lady... Maybe you guys would have stopped at one of them castles. I know, right? <laughs> you could have found something like that. We, uh, we asked one of the ladies at work at one of the shops that we bought it at. <laughs> I bought a keychain or something. I asked her, I was like, hey, is there anywhere around here that sells like pocket knives? And she's like, there's a bait and tackle shop that has like hunting knives. Oh, yeah, let's go check that place out. And it was smaller than this room. <laughs> nice. And uh, we both are wearing this backpacks. Not that small. I mean, it's. Yeah. No, it was probably like maybe a half of this room. So and half uh, the studio. Half the studio size. And we both had backpacks completely filled to the brim. And we're like, trying not to bump anything and knock anything over. And there's, like, fishing lines and lures and shit all over the wall. One little display case with pocket knives. And they were all Swiss Army knives. Like, nothing cool. It was all Swiss Army shit. And she's like, I don't want that. All right. So we ended up walking back. We had, like, ten minutes before we had to leave. And I just happened, like, as we were walking, I I saw, like, an entrance to a mall. So we went in this, like, underground mall. And it looked just like our malls. Like, it was weird. Walked around there, found another shop that actually, it's a locksmith shop. This is the weird thing. So it's a locksmith shop. So it sells locks and different door locks, pad locks, bike locks, you name it, type of locks. Right. But they had knives. Really fucking cool knives, dude. Like really cool. One was like iridescent metal. So it was like purple and blue and green. Yeah. yeah. Like shiny, you know, um, like rainbowish. Swirled on it. It was really you cool. Walk past it, it yeah. changes color. Yeah, that was really cool. They had some weird, like, dragon tail thing. And they had, like, I don't know, 20, 30 different ones. They had a Batman one, which was really cool. Had, the handle was a Batman logo. Nice. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, but we spent probably eight or nine minutes in there. The last time we had was in there deciding and debating whether or not to get it. Because everything's priced in Euro. And I don't really know the specific conversion on that time, what it was. You didn't get an app on your phone that... I didn't like... do any of that shit, because I didn't really give a fuck. Like, I had money in my bank. I just said, fucking charge it. I don't give a shit, because my bank automatically changes it to U.S. dollars. So I charge it, and then when we get to the hotel, I look at the bank statement and see our bank right. app and see where we're at. Um, so we went back and forth for a while, and we ended up not buying anything for her. And uh, we got back, got on the bus. Ended up not getting a knife. Didn't get a knife. Um, got to the bus... Went to the next the next town. There was a tattoo shop about an hour, about a about a block away. Went out there. They were closed. I'm like fuck because we got back to the town at like five thirty, you know. And I'm like fuck. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna do some research. Waterford Crystal. We're gonna be there on Thursday. I don't really give a fuck about Waterford Crystal, so I'm gonna skip that tour because he did say we had the option of not going there. Um, so I emailed the tattoo shop on Tuesday 
and said, hey, my wife and I are going to be in Waterford on Thursday, not sure what time, just looking to see if you guys have anything, any openings, you know, any appointments that we could do with this. And I sent him two pictures of what I wanted and uh, didn't get a response on Tuesday. Wednesday, we went to, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, Tuesday, we went to the uh, ring or the uh, Cliff of Moore where Joe and I were supposed to get married. And yeah. And so we get there and it was windy and cold as fuck, dude. It's a good was, thing you didn't have your wedding there. It right? was bad. It was really windy. Like, we got up to the to one spot to take pictures, and the wind was so bad, like, my eyes were just watering. It was so sharp wind. And, Did you guys uh, quick say your vows again? No, just, no. Uh, oh. We we were going to, we talked about it, and we said we should just say I do or whatever, you know? And we never did. It was so cold. We literally took two pictures, another couple took a picture of us, and then we bounced. Um, got the fuck up out we, of there. Uh, we were going through, like, the uh, exhibit. And it was closed because of the weather. And it was off season. So everything, everything was fucking closed in off season. Don't go to Ireland in off season. I'm just going to tell you right fucking now. Sounds it's, like everything's closed in Ireland. Um, right. so we kind of perused the gift shop, which really didn't have much. And then we weren't going to eat because we hadn't eaten yet today. And there was a big line for that. And there was two tour buses of ours and a bunch of other ones. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's just go. We'll get something tonight. So yeah, so we we did the cliff some more. That was pretty neat to see. It was very breathtaking, but it was really fucking cold. Um, and we only got half hour there. Like it was hardly anything. And uh, so then we got to the hotel, and uh, I think dinner was on our own that night. I don't know what the hell we had. Um, and then the next day, Wednesday, we get up in the morning and we get our free breakfast. And at the hotel, the tour guy was out on his phone. He was pacing back and forth. Gets out the phone. Uh-oh. And I'm like, what's up? Because I had known, when I left Friday, I knew we were supposed to get snow Thursday and Friday. But I didn't know how much. It just had a fucking snowflake on there. So, oh, great. We're going to get some snow. And he's like, I was like, what's going on? He's like, well, I'm really worried uh, the snow is going to be really bad. And uh, we need to maybe cut some things out. I'm like, why? He's like, well, it's supposed to start tomorrow. And they're talking about shutting down Dublin Airport. They're shutting down this. And we don't even know if this is going to be open tomorrow. We're supposed to do the Blarney Stone tomorrow and Waterford Crystal. And uh, he's like, we got to get going on the road because we got this really long journey of the Ring of Kerry. Um, and then we're stopping at a restaurant there. And then we got to get in water. Fire. The Ring of Kerry. And uh, and then we're supposed to be. I don't remember if I've ever heard that song. The Ring of Kerry. Yeah. It's a different song. <laughs> and uh, so we jumped on the bus, went through the Ring of Kerry. It was a long, 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 long fucking drive. And For those of you listening at home, I literally cut out 19 minutes of Dave saying long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds flawless, but I literally yeah. cut out 19 yeah. minutes. Um, we did get to stop and take a couple pictures. There was one guy that hopped a fence and was going through, like, looking through the things that they had over there on the farm, taking pictures and whatnot, and he was the last one to get back on, and he got on top of the fence, and you could hear the tour guy yell, don't jump, because it's it's called bog. I don't know if you know much about bog. Hmm. Um, bog. He, I mean, I used to play bogs with my friends. <laughs> no, that's pogs. Oh. <laughs> no, bog is a type of land. It's... Oh, like a swampy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I remember. Yeah, so it was a bog. So the whole bogs and a bog. Yeah, and so he told him not to jump because it's spongy. Yeah. And he jumped down and fell and like did a roller, roller like somersault. Oh, so he was covered in shit. No, no, he was, it was grass, yeah. but we yeah. all thought he like broke an ankle because this dude was not young. And uh, he got back up, and everybody kind of like, oh, my God. Like, everybody, it was all the same moment. We all kind of, <gasps> and then we laughed, you know. 
Um, but yeah, so he was fine, but it, it was, it was funny. But, uh, so then we go to the next place to have food and he's like, okay, we've got about 35 minutes to shop and eat. Um, they, they're expecting us. I just called them ahead of time. They know we're coming. We're going to go. We're like, all right. And we we're going to Killarney that night. And, uh, so we go in, eat food, go outside, take a couple pictures, jump what on the fucking fish and chips. Um, At there any I point. Did you have fish? And yeah. Chips? Oh yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I did there. I did not. Um, I got shepherd's pie there. Um, and that was decent. That was good, you know. Um, and they each different place had different NA beers. They had a Erringer. Yeah. A, it, yeah. They had an Erringer NA beer, so I had that. Um, basically, nobody anywhere sold Caliper. I don't think they sell it in in like Ireland. A, a, I think it's an American uh, thing yeah. now. Um, so I didn't get any Caliper, but I, throughout the trip, I had Erringer, the the Guinness one that I had at Guinness in Dublin, and then um, Bex Bex Blue, which is an NA beer that was really good. I liked that one. Um, but then, uh, we bought some stuff from mom and dad at that gift shop, got on the bus, got to Killarney and we were supposed to do what's called the jaunting cars. And what they are, are basically just a horse and carriage ride through Killarney. So we got in at four o'clock and it was starting to briefly snow. Um, but not really bad. And, uh, we were told that we had to hurry and leave thursday morning because the prime minister or the president he kept going back and forth what he wanted to call him of ireland put an announcement out and said i want everyone off the road at 4 p.m on thursday there will be no emergency response team at 4 p.m on thursday until friday morning or until the snow clears Mm -hmm. so he was freaking out thinking we gotta get back to fucking we gotta get to waterford before four because everything's gonna be fucking shut down because we're getting this big fucking winter storm they called the east from the beast also known as storm emma no the beast from the east that's what i said you said the east from the beast. Oh, did I? Whatever. Uh, I'm trying to think of everything and say yeah. everything and not miss anything. So we signed up for the, the fucking jaunting cars because I figured, why not? We're, how else are we going to see the town other than fucking jump on these horse and buggy carriage? It was like 30 bucks a person, euro. So it was like 60 bucks, euro. And uh, as we're pulling into town, I see a tattoo shop one block away. And I'm like, Joy, did you see what I just saw? And she's like, yeah, dude, tattoo shop. I'm like, let's go see how late they're open. Like, we'll do the jaunting cars and come back, you know? And she's like, all right. So we checked in, literally dropped our shit on the bed, and hauled ass to the fucking tattoo shop. We walked in at 425, and there was a girl at the desk. She's an intern, and uh, she's like... Is this like, the place you emailed? No. No, the place I emailed oh, this was in Waterford. Yeah, okay. They, uh, yeah, thank you. They emailed me that day before we got to Killarney and said, yeah, we're getting a big storm. We don't even know if we're going to be open. We have no opening spots for you. Thanks. Sorry. Bad timing. So they basically said they weren't going to do it. Yeah. So I wanted to check with this place. So I went, we walked in at 425. She's like, well, how can I help you? I was like, well, like, what time do you guys close? She's like, six. And I'm like, damn it. She's like, well, I was like, well, we really wanted to get tattoos and everywhere has been closed every time we've gone to. And she's like, what do you want? So I showed her the two pictures of what I was thinking. And uh, she's like, let me, let me see. Hold on. So she grabbed my phone, went around the corner of the tattoo guy because he was tattooing somebody. And uh, he's like, yeah, I could do it. I'm like, yes. And uh, just you or joy too uh, i only asked for me because they close at six and right. joy's like just, I, you want it more than i do you just go so i'm like, all right so i was like all right well what time you know you're working now how, how long and he's like he comes out the room with my phone he's like i could do it it'd be a little different um but yeah i can do something for you um come back at 5 30 i'm like okay well we're going on things from 4 30 to 5 30 
it's going to be close. So I'm like, I better go see if I can get my money back and not do the fucking Johnny cars, you know? And I was like, I'll be back. He's like, well, you know what? Come back at five. And then I knew I couldn't do the Johnny cars. I said, come back at five. I was like, all right. And I was like, how much? And he's like, we, I was like, do you take, or no, I, she, I said, do you take credit cards? She's like, no, it's got to be cash. I'm like, all right, so now how much? Cause I need to go get some fucking money out of the ATM. And she told me, and, uh, I went to the tour guide. I'm like, hey man, uh, we're going to cancel the Johnny cars. Like, well, I don't think that's a good idea. Like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you're not really going to see Killarney without going on these. And it might be the last thing you get to do on this trip. I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, if this storm gets as bad as they say, everything's probably going to be closed. He's like, we don't know if we can go to Waterford. We don't know if we can go to the Blarney Stone. We don't know if we can go to Avoca and all these other places we're supposed to go the next two days. You might not be able to do anything but sit on the bus. And I'm like, well, I really want a tattoo in Ireland, and I have an option now. I'm going to take it. He's like, all right, well, we'll square up later. I'll give you your money back. I'm like, all right, thanks. So I was like, all right, we have 28 minutes. What do we do for food? You know? And there was a Burger King right next door. I'm like, well, let's just do that. Burger King? Yeah. Huh? I was like, let's just do that. That way we knew we could eat, get time to eat and go. Because I don't want to go sit down and be fucking late. So we ran to the ATM, got money, got Burger King, went and sat down. And about 10 after 5, he comes out. And he's like, all right, I'm going to draw it up. Give me a couple minutes. All right. About 5.45, he comes out and he shows me the design. I'm like, man, that's badass. I like that. And he's like, all right, how do you want to do it? And I'm like, well, I really want, I was like, the one thing I want is, so, I mean, do you know what I got? Do you know anything about what I've been wanting to get? Have, did I you, have you, so. Okay. And I kind of been keeping it covered so you haven't seen it yet um, for the big reveal. All I know is that you had said something about, uh, yelled at my dog about, or something. Your son. Oh, yeah, my kid. Yeah. My dog, same difference. Yeah. Uh, about your new tattoo. Yeah, he was hitting yeah, my hand. He punched you. Yeah, he was hitting my hand. I'm like, stop hitting the new tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Um, All I know about So it. I've been wanting a, a, a sugar skull, because I really like sugar skulls, but I wanted an Irish sugar skull. Now, you can't really find an Irish sugar skull, because you, you just can't. So I will show you, and, and I'll post them on, when I when I send this post on Facebook, I'll, t- I'll put these pictures up so people know. But hold on, let me get the pictures up here for you, too. So I gave him two options of what I wanted. Okay, this is... This is the beard that I wanted because it's similar to my beard. Ah, yes. Okay, so I wanted that beard, but this is the only sugar skull I could find with Irish theme to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I showed him the two, and he's like, well, how do you want it? And I told him how I wanted it. I wanted it basically the skull of the beard or the skull of the head on the top of my knuckles facing me with the beard coming down and maybe possibly covering up the ICP thing, depending on how big he can make this beard. And he's like, well, that's going to look weird because when you walk, people are going to see it upside down. It's not going to look right. It's going to look weird. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So when I look at it, it's upside down to me, but it's right to everybody else. So I I conceded that. All right, cool. So he made his own design based off of the one sugar skull, basically completely leaving out the other one. And this is the final thing. Nice. It's peeling. Yeah, it's it's dry as fuck right now, but it's great for those. I like the mustache. Yeah, it's pretty and cool, the, isn't it? Uh, and the beard. Yeah, it's, it's nice. pretty cool. So a little uh, shamrock on there. Yeah, shamrock. He's got there. You can't see it now because it's scabbed over. But he put like the Trinity knot inside of the eyes, mm-hmm. um, and then the Trinity knot on the side. So I mean, it's very Irish, um, but it, it is. It's very badass. I really like it. And while we were doing it, we were talking to the guy. He's from Brazil. He comes over to, to uh, Killarney like once every other month and works for two weeks, goes back home. He just comes back and forth. 
Just to do tattoos? That's the guy who does tattoos, yeah. He said he's gone to other places too, but he likes Killarney the best, so he just goes back and forth from Killarney. So I didn't get tattooed by an Irishman, which is fine, but I got tattooed in an Irish place. Right. Killarney, I mean, that's a pretty well-known fucking Irish town too. Yeah. So um, so while we're talking about it, and we're talking about different things, I do. I mean, we've been trying to get tattoos since Sunday. Like Dublin's places were closed. I, I emailed the place on Waterford. I was like, we both wanted tattoos. And he's like, well, what does she want? And so she showed him a picture of what she wanted. He's like, I could do that. And I was like, yeah, but you closed like 45 minutes ago, dude. He's like, I don't care. I'll stay. If you guys want tattoos, man, I don't care. I'm like, all right, cool. And about five minutes later, another guy shows up that works there. And he's sitting down in his little desk area drawing. They were supposed to go out and see a movie or something later. So he was just bullshitting. And they spoke Portuguese back together. And he's like, he'll do it for you if you want. So Joy showed him what she wanted. And he's like, yeah, I could do that. And uh, so basically what she wanted was, uh, not a picture of it, but she wanted a branch because she's got the birds on her arm that she hates. Mm -hmm. She wanted a branch with some birds sitting on it so it kind of flowed together. So he actually added another bird flying away, I think added one more, and put the tree branch and some birds on there. And then he touched up all her other birds and kind of tweaked them. So all the birds, it looks like a brand new tattoo. Now they look like birds. Yeah, it looks like a brand new tattoo. So she loves it. But she doesn't like that there's 11 fucking birds on her arm right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> She's got 11, yeah. Um, well, is there any significance to the number 11 in her life? Maybe? No. No, I was trying to make something work. We'll figure something out. Maybe you have to add more birds. Well, he left it so she could make more. She could add more to the tree, make the tree grow bigger or whatever. So, but it, it was cool. He And we even said this is the first time her and I got tattooed at the same time. So... He called the intern out. She took like eight or nine pictures of us all getting tattoos. I haven't seen them yet. I e- like I liked the tattoo shop on Facebook. I emailed them, thanked them for helping us out, taking care of us. And then I said, if you want, send me the pictures here instead of posting them on your page if you don't want to put them on your page. And they just gave me a thumbs up, and I haven't seen them on their page and on my email. So I don't know if I'll ever see them. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, so. You didn't hand them your phone and say, take some pictures of us? No, I was page? going to, but she just grabbed theirs and just started going to town. So I was like, fuck it. Plus, I mean, he was tattooing me. I didn't want to, like, yeah. stop him and do it, you know, because he was already staying late as it was. So, um, so yes, yeah, so we got our tattoos. Well, you, now I have a question. Yeah. I know this is my mind. My mind. Nobody else is probably thinking this, but you got cash out for your tattoo. We're mm-hmm. not expecting Joy to get one. Right. He, you know, the other guy that took one, um, he said he'll take American money because he's going to New York in, like, June oh, okay. or something. So it all worked out. Yeah, it worked out. I was going to... Because I was curious... What'd you do for money? Though? Yeah, I was going to have to go. I, and I even said, I was like, well, when you're done, I'll go to the ATM because Joy's not going to the ATM bar. So she, she doesn't like go to the ATM in America, let alone Ireland, you know. <laughs> right. And uh, so and I, I was like, I'll go get some money out when you're done buying. And he's like, well, what do you got? And I was like, oh, I've got some American money. I was like, we brought a bunch of American cash, not thinking, you know, uh, that most places would take American and hardly anybody would. Um, he's like, no, I'll take it because I'm going in June. So I'm like, all right, cool. Nice. So we gave him American so money. That worked the dude Euro. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. So then begins the snowstorm. The snowstorm. The beast from the east. Yeah. So we wake up, and uh, it was cold and chilly and very, very windy. Very little snow on the street at first when we left Killarney. Right. And he gets on the bus. Tour guy gets on the bus. He's like, well, I've got bad news. Um, Blarney Stone has been, the castle has been closed because of the snow. The shop that we're supposed to go to, which is called Blarney Woolen Mills, um, they were going to be closed, but they are only opening for our Globus tours. The four buses will be there today. 
They're going to open up that money. Yeah, they're going to open up for us. Um, they'll have their restaurant open. They will have their gift shop open. It's three floors, by the way. We only made it two of the three floors, and we didn't even see the restaurant. And we were there. We were only supposed to be there for an hour. We were there for almost two. Um, only three people showed up to work that day because of the snow. Oh. So they had a cashier on all three floors. That was it. And they had, I don't know how many people work in the restaurant, but they had three people in the stores. And we were in panic mode because we really hadn't bought very many souvenirs for people. And we're like, fuck, if, th- if it's this bad, because it was coming down pretty good then. This is like your last chance. Yeah. So we went fucking crazy and bought everybody's <laughs> stuff. So without further ado, here's oh, your I, Ireland I, gift. I got a gift. You got a gift. Oh, thanks. Dave. Yeah. Let's see what it is. I'm going to open it live on the yeah, podcast. It's like those people that get mail. So, Blarney Woolen Mills. Yeah. All right. My fingers are bleeding. I'm trying to get blood on it. Oh, yeah. Don't get blood on it. It appears to be a brown shirt. It's a brown shirt. It says Ulster Munster Leinster. What the hell is that word? Connacht. I can't see it. Iron the nice. I like it. I'll show you the shirt you bought. Yeah, those are the different... What's that one down at the bottom of the sea? Cannot. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, I think it's cannot. Cannot? Those are the different... So those are the territories of Ireland. There's oh, only nice. four territories. They, they break them down in territories as opposed to, like, states. So, yeah. I th- I'm trying to remember where I... Where did I go? Which one? Leinster sounds familiar. That's where Dublin is and stuff. Okay, well, I know I was there, but what's... Uh, is there a... Thanks, Dave. Yeah, you're welcome. By the way. Now I want to look it up because <laughs> where I was, I was in the like northern northern part of. Oh, Ireland. so you're way up there, yeah, like Belfast and shit. Yeah, we didn't go anywhere there. Uh, even farther north. Yeah, we weren't anywhere I'll pull up, up there. A map, right. and you can kind of. Um, so, so yeah, so the uh, Blarney Stone was closed, or Blarney Castle was closed. We didn't get to go kiss the Blarney Stone. We didn't even get to see the fucking castle, but from the. From the car. So you didn't get to go to any castles? No, we went to zero castles. Oh, it's so frustrating. Um, it is very frustrating. And uh, we were going to go to Dublin Castle. Uh, since we got it in Dublin, we were staying in Dublin for an extra two days because of the snow. But they were closed because of the fucking snow. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so we... Yeah, we, got, we, we bought all the shopping that we possibly could get. We made sure everybody was bought for at this, this store. We spent the most at that store that we did at any other place other than the tattoo shop. And uh, we get back on the bus, and I shit you not, right before the bus takes off, we hear drumming in the back of us. Oh, nice. One of the tour members that I call Bill Murray, because he looked like Bill Murray, yeah. um, bought himself a nice little fucking Irish drum. And he's playing along to the music on the radio. It was the most annoying shit that lasted about two minutes. And when we started driving, he put it away, which was nice. I really thought he was going to keep going. Someone even said, that's not music. Quit that racket or something. He's like, it's not racket. It's music. It's playing along. I'm, I'm a musician. I play the drums, and I play the So this. what's an Irish drum? Does it have a certain sound to it? Or yeah, something? it's got a different sound to it, and you're like supposed to play it. or bass? No, it's, or... it's, it's, it's hard to describe, man. It's like It's like the size of a tambourine, and it looks like a tambourine without the fucking bells and whistles on the sides. And you play it with your hand as opposed to like a drumstick. It's, yeah. I was going to see if there's anything. Like a. Yeah, that. Now they're oh, playing it. That guy's nice. playing it with a fucking thing, but that guy's. Yeah, play on it. Click on it. The two, I don't want to click on the That's a long there. fucking song. Oh, let's do this. There you go. A Badrin. That's what it's called, yeah. I couldn't think of the name. 
Jesus, it's 58 seconds and 50 of it is just... Oh, he's not using his hand either. So this is what you got to listen to? Yep. This is not the music. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of music. It's kind of cool. That's a better beat than when he was playing. Yeah. He's got his hand. I know. (laughs) It looks broken. I like it. Yeah, this is much, uh... What's doing the click there, then? He's hitting the side of it. There you go. Yeah, so that's Everybody. a snare drum. Um, so, yeah, so he bought that, and then we... And the snow was covered, like, the whole ground was covered. They don't have many plows. They don't have many salt trucks. And I actually, for the first time on my trip, started getting nervous about the fl- about driving, you know, because I'm not in control of the bus. We're on the other side of the road. They're not used to this shit, and they were cars and ditches, man. It was bad. And it was only like two inches of snow at the time. But they just, it was bad. So we get into Waterford. We skipped going to Waterford Crystal. We heard a big spiel about how they make Waterford Crystal throughout the thing by the tour guide, um, how the town got their name, all that shit. We got into Waterford at, I don't know, three. And we were supposed to be off the road by four because that's what the prime minister said. And it just came down dude it was it was it was bad um now it wasn't as bad if it was in wisconsin because we're used to that shit we got snow plows and we drive through that shit these people like everything like they they don't close the bars usually the bars open on snow days like that because all the people know they're not going to get a dui because there's no police Mm -hmm. um but they even closed the bars down like people just well, that's because people didn't show up to pour the beer. Yeah, they couldn't get out. Like they couldn't. I'll have to show you pictures, dude. They they couldn't get out of their their driveways, their parking lots. Nobody owns shovels. No, no, they were they were clearing the the sidewalk with push brooms. Nice. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. It was the weirdest shit ever, man. Um, so we got into town, we checked in, and uh, we had a dinner there that night. But we wanted to walk around, so we walked around a little bit in the snow and shit. You know, took some pictures. And then later that night, it was probably close to midnight, I looked out our window because we had a front room window facing, like, the street and the river. Mm-hmm. And the people from Skokie were out making a fucking snowman. Like, I thought oh, that was nice. funny, you know. And then the next day, we were supposed to leave for Dublin because we were supposed to be in Dublin Friday, fly home Saturday. And we got up in the morning, checked the itinerary, and everything says, canceled, staying here the night. We're going to Dublin tomorrow if the roads are clear. And we're like fuck what do we do we're stuck in this hotel for a day so me and the group of town that's not open. yeah everything's closed so me and the group of people that we met the the four girls i mentioned earlier there's another girl that i forgot to mention too her name's jen and her mom sandy they live in maryland they're really cool people too um me and her were like connected telepathically we had the same thoughts we had the same sense of humor we, we were like the same person for a while we both at the, almost the exact same time said man i wish we brought our cards against humanity cards and uh, so we made our own Irish version of Cards Against Humanity. Um, How'd you do that? We just grabbed pieces of paper and made up our own answers and questions, and it was all trip-related. So we had all these inside jokes, like the guy named Bill Murray. We called him Bill Murray, and we had different things about him, things that he had done or said, and things that happened throughout the trip. Um, and then whatever white cards and black cards we could remember, we wrote those down. So there's like 
25% regular game, 75% specifically for Do you have your, your makeshift game? At home, yeah. I have them. I didn't so bring them with me. You brought them back with you. Yeah, I brought them back. My plan is to actually get them printed up and send them to all the people that, nice. that were there with us. That would be cool. Um, yeah, and I want for like, the, you know, the picture at the bottom has like a little design for the thing. I want to do like a snowflake with a shamrock in it. You know, for like our trip, yeah, yeah. Um, because you or know, a shamrock with a snowflake in it. It could be a snowflake would be bigger. Um, yeah, but yeah, I wanted to do that, and I actually said we should make T-shirts. Um, I I survived the the snowfall of 2018 in Ireland, and then just have one snowflake, like one tiny little <laughs> snowflake, um, and, yeah. and make that for everybody because I thought it was funny. But uh, yeah, so we we did that. We played the first round. Now, most of the people that we were with, group wise, had played it before. Some did not, so we played it once. It was a lot of fun. We were in the bar, and we're laughing and giggling and having a good time. And, uh, yeah, it was a good time. And then we ended up adding more. So, I mean, there was probably, by the end of the trip, probably 50 questions and 120 answers at least, right. if not so more. So it's like a whole pack. Yeah, it's That's more than a, an expansion pack. You have the Irish expansion pack Yeah, now. yeah. No, um, oh, I want to play. Hmm. I should have brought them. I wasn't even thinking about it until just now. But, uh so, yeah, we played pretty much all night. We just played a couple of times, and then um, Joy was tired, so she wanted to go to bed, and we were hoping that we could leave Saturday. Um, so we went and packed our bags, and she was tired. She went to bed. I was flipping through the TV. Couldn't find anything, but I found a dart tournament, like a legit huh. dart tournament on TV. Right. So I posted it. Am I really watching darts on TV right now? And people responded from America, and one Canadian they knew about it. They knew exactly what I was talking about. Like, it must be on, like, a BBC channel here that they watch. And so Lutz was one of them. So I talked to Lutz a little bit that night um, through Facebook. And, uh, yeah, a couple other guys. Actually, Bill, or not, uh, Brian Wilmot. Oh, yeah. Heckler guy. He he knew about it. He commented on my, my post, too. Um, so I watched that for about a good hour, you know. Um, Pretty entertaining. It was it was funny. Some like Hot dirt action. Dude, <laughs> see if you can YouTube... Um, Dart Tournament 180. Okay. Because the way the dart announcer announces the 180 is amazing. Yeah, click on click on the first one. That should be fine. Don't give it, oh, you fucker. It's okay. Yeah, Joey's gonna fall asleep as soon as it starts playing. Christ. Professional bull riding. Watch this. I love the announcer. One more leg for James Wade here. Van Gerwen hits a magnificent seven. Did you hear that in the back? One hundred eighty. The big difference with set play. Wade wins a leg here. Only one set in it. But doesn't that illustrate the point I was making? So the, the guy there behind him is the announcer. He tells how the boy is. Do it again, do it again. And suddenly it awakens him. It awakens the young man to fight brilliant, brilliant They get so... What the fuck? the fry. I don't know when this one was. And one four four for the nine dart finish. Well, six perfect darts. So it's 501 countdown is what they're playing. All right. Double 12! Magnificent Michael Van Gerwen! 
Christ, this is ridiculous. Dude, this is why I like it. They announce it like it's fucking pro wrestling. I know. Dude, it's awesome. I don't even knew this shit existed. I didn't either, dude. This dude's ridiculous. <laughs> Look at the crowd, dude. They're like going insane. No, the, the match I watched wasn't this insane. But this guy Listen is like, to. yeah, they're chanting. This is what it sounded like when I was in Vegas and Conor McGregor won the fucking UFC championship. They were chanting shit like yeah. this. I just love how they announce it. 180! I just love it. And the guy in the black shirt is like, I, I quit. Nobody gives a shit about me right now. <laughs> this fucking guy. This is tearing it up. They have to put a new dartboard up there because he's fucking put so many holes in that one. Wow. <laughs> wow. So yeah, so I watched darts. Um I was actually pretty pretty impressed by it. It was fun. It wasn't that crazy, but it was fun. Um Who knew darts could get so crazy? I know, dude. Um and then we uh next morning we weren't gonna leave until like two. And most of our flight oh, okay, back up. Thursday night. We're sitting in the bar, talking, having a good time, and many people have seen like the sum of all fears, the movie where they're all like this fancy dinner mm-hmm. and then one person's pager goes off and cell phones ring and all that. That happened at the bar. Everyone's phone went off and we all looked at the same time and it says, your flight has been canceled for Saturday. And I'm like, uh, Joy, we got to go. And she's like, what? I was like, our flight got canceled because I don't know why. We got to figure out what the fuck's going on. We got to go. So we hauled ass to the room and everybody else followed right behind. Like everybody just went to the room to figure out what the fuck was going on because our flight was canceled. And uh, so I'm trying to get on American Airlines' website. And uh, now remember the fucking problem I had before. Yeah. Get on American Airlines' website. Wouldn't let me on because it was, it was crashed because everybody else was trying to do it. The internet crashed at the hotel because everyone's trying to do it. So an hour and a half goes by. I finally get on American Airlines' website. It, they moved me from Saturday to Monday, going from Dublin to London to Philly. That's it. Not, not back home. Not back home. I was like, that ain't going to fucking work. So I called American Airlines. I was on the phone for 45 fucking minutes, and the bitch finally tells me, well, you got to call your travel agent because I I don't see anything other than this Philly trip. I don't have you going to O'Hare. Are you sure you're supposed to go to O'Hare? Pretty sure that's where I live, bitch. That's where I need don't to go. I love that? Yeah. So well, I was surprised she even talked to me because it was a British Airways flight in the first place. But American Airlines is the one that sent me the fucking cancellation notice. Right. You know? So I frantically email my my travel agent. I'm like, look, I don't know if you're working right now. I don't know where you where where you're based out of. I don't know what time it is there, but I'm freaking the fuck out. We need a new flight because all I'm going to is Philly. And uh, she replies back like a half hour later, and she's like, um, I'm confused. Are you extending your trip till Monday? And I said, No. There's a snowstorm, and the whole fucking country shut down. Air, airports are shut down. We can't fly out till Monday. I need help. I need to get home. And uh, she's like, well, call the airline. I, I did. They told me I got to go through you because you booked it. You got to fix this shit. And she replies back. She's like, I'm gonna. I'm on the phone with Globus, which is the tour company. She's like, I'm on the phone with them. I'll, uh, I'll let you know as soon as I hear something. What the fuck? And then we go downstairs to see if anybody else had any luck. And the, the four people, the, the family, 
They booked theirs directly through Globus. They called Globus. Globus told them to call the airline. They called the airline. They told them to call their travel agent through Globus. So they're getting the runner on back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. This wow. is Thursday night. And uh, so I finally get a call back. I actually get a phone call from my travel agent, I don't know, another hour later. So it's been like three hours now. It's probably 10 o'clock our time in Ireland, 4 o'clock here. I don't know where the fuck she's at, so I have no idea what she was. She called me, and she's like, okay, you're all set. You're going to go from Dublin to Toronto and then Toronto to O'Hare on Monday at 1 in the afternoon. I'm like, all right, cool. She's like, so just check into the flight on Sunday at 1. You'll be good to go. You're all fine. Everything's good. I'm like, all right, cool. So she sent me a new email with new itinerary, new flight numbers, and all that shit. I'm like, all right, cool. So I think we're good. So I go down, and I'm like, all right, well, we're set. I guess we're going to Toronto. And everyone's like, well, we're going to London. I'm like, yeah, you guys are, but we're not, we can't end in Philly. Like, I'm not going to fucking get a new plane to fly home, and I'm not driving home from Philly. Not happening. Right. Especially if everyone's getting snow, because at that point, we were told that Philly was going to get hit with a bunch of snow, and so was London again Sunday and Monday. So we're like, shit. So everyone's getting snow. We're going to get fucking snowed in again, you know. And uh, so the other couple, the ones from Maryland, Jen and her mom, they booked it themselves. I don't remember through who or how, but they got on a flight for Sunday. They were able to go from Dublin to London to Philly, and they were driving home from Philly anyways because, you know, Maryland where they live is really close. So they were good to go. They set everything up. They had no problems. Mm-hmm. So we get we go th- walk through Waterford Friday before we go to bed, before the whole dart thing, and we were tracing through the snow. Now, the two girls that we brought with us, Maryland girl Jen, she was kind of our tour guide junior because she'd done it already before the snow, taking the pictures and saw the sights. So she was taking us to see the sights. So Joy and I went, which we were used to snow. We had the girl from Hawaii and the girl from Vegas. Neither one of them had seen snow in 20 years. Oh, wow. And, and it was so funny. I, one of them posted a video on Facebook um, or Instagram or one of them or both. And the girl from Vegas, and she's like, oh, the, it's so pretty. It's like frozen ice or something like that. I don't know what she said. It was so funny. Um, but it was fun walking around with them because it was like little kids. Like they hadn't seen snow in so long. It was like the first time they'd seen snow, and it was pretty cool. But there were so many snowmen all around town when we were walking. Cause, and there were people walking everywhere. And so we're walking back to the hotel because we're both just we're all just cold and frozen, and it's still it's coming down like a blizzard now. It's it's doing pretty good, I think. This particular town probably got like six or eight inches, oh, wow. um, if not more. And there was some snow drifts that had higher. Like it was up to my knee at one point, one of the places I was walking. And uh, we're coming around the last corner to get to the hotel, and I hear, Happy Snow Day! Ho, ho, ho! And I'm like, no, what the fuck is this jackass doing? Get around the corner, and here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So Joy's got a great picture of me and Santa Claus talking to him. We're talking about beards. And I even said, as a hey, man, I think your your clock's off or your calendar's off a little bit, dude. It's only fucking March. And he's like, ho, ho, snow day. I'm here for the St. Patrick's Day parade, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, are you having a good time? And I'm like, yeah, I'm used to this shit. He's like, we don't get this all the time. I was like, yeah, no. So, we're, so the picture of me and him are like super serious. But yeah, then Irish snowman or uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, I, mean. yeah, I don't think he was Irish. So he had, a, he had like an oh, English really? accent, almost like an American. He sounded like an American to me. Um, what the fuck was he doing? Oh, I don't weird. know. I don't know. He 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 lives around there, I guess. I don't know. He must have moved there, and he's the Santa Claus guy. But uh, so <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was weird. It was different. It it made sense because we got so much fucking snow. It was like Christmas. Um, but then we got now. The funny thing is, so Friday night, 
you know, in between the darts and, and me getting another drink out of the bar, the the tour guide's down at the hotel lobby, and he's you could just tell he's sweating bullets because he doesn't know what the fuck's going to go on. Because his job is to get us from Dublin to Dublin on Saturday. Like, his job is to get us home tomorrow. He doesn't know if we from can get Dublin out. Dublin to Dublin? Yeah, because we drove in a big circle. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You know. So we started in Dublin. We have to end in Dublin. Right. He has like, to get us get back, back there. Airport, yeah. And he's telling people, hey, if your your flights haven't canceled, don't worry about it. We're going there tomorrow. We're going to be back in Dublin tomorrow. You know, call your airline. Don't worry about it. So one particular girl didn't call because he's like, yeah, the, the airports are canceled. They're, everything's closed. Don't worry about it if you didn't get a cancellation. Once we get to Dublin, you can call and get everything situated. So the one girl listened to him, and uh, it cost her $2,500 mm. because her flight through Delta went out three hours late or something like that on Saturday. It didn't get canceled. It got postponed and delayed. Oh, wow. And we didn't even get back until after that, that flight left. So she didn't show up. She counted as an oak show. She had to buy a new ticket to fly home. It was like 2500 bucks, 2800 bucks, something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, she's pissed. I, I would be too. I would have been know? like, uh, hey, what did you say, Globus? Globus, yeah. Hey, Globus, you just bought me a fucking plane ticket for twenty. Well, and that's the thing. Like, half the people on the trip bought the trip insurance and half didn't. We did, so we're getting reimbursed through a lot for a lot of the stuff that we had to pay for after the fact, right. like the hotel, our food. I'm going to try and get um, them to pay for the kennel for the extra two days. Um, but, yeah, so we got back to Dublin Saturday, I don't know, 3 or 4 in the afternoon or something, and then as soon as we got our stuff off the bus, tour guide was gone. Never saw him again. And when I was talking to him Friday night about it, he's like, my, my job, Dave, is, or he kept calling me David. He's like, my job, David, is get you back to Dublin to the hotel. That's it. He's like, from there, it's, it's on you guys. Like, I don't know how you're getting home. It's not my problem. Like, he was kind of a dick. Like, I was kind of like, what the fuck, dude? Like, if I was a tour guide, I'd make sure everybody's fucking set, you know? And, uh, but yeah, we get to the Dublin, check into the hotel, go to our room, meet everybody back down in the bar, and we're talking to our group of people that we know. And then a couple other people are still in the group, and we find out that Globus was given the itinerary for all the new changes and all the transfers and everything. And he, it was his, our tour guide's job to disperse information to everybody. He had an email with everyone's new flight numbers, times, gates, all that stuff, and he never gave it to any of us. He kept saying, I got no part of that. I don't do anything with airline. I deal with the tour itself, and that's it. That's all I do. So wonder what, why? Because he's a fucking dick. That's weird, dude. Oh, I didn't. I didn't interject his uh, his rude comments and, and commentary. So, one of the things that he said when we went to the Cliffs of Moher, if anybody does know what the Cliffs of Moher, go check them out. They're gigantic cliffs on a fucking ocean. Okay, right there. I've got those same exact pictures, but I took them myself. So he, when we pulled in. He said something about suicide. He's like, hey, if you're planning on jumping over the ledge and killing yourself at Cliffs of Moher, just do it. Just just do it. He sounded like you for a minute, really. He's like, just fucking do it. Um, he's And then he said something else about it, but he kept saying, if you're just here to do it, just do it. You know, save everybody time, just yeah, do sorry, it. I feel like you just called me an asshole. No, the way he did uh, it. You the said way this he guy's did. an asshole. He's not just like you. <laughs> no, because you say to people, just kill yourself. Well, yeah. But, when people need to just kill themselves, they should just kill themselves. Right, 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 right. I mean, but he made right. a point. He's like, and then when we get back on the bus, like it was very, I was very offended by it because of my whole situation with suicide and the right. way he presented it. I was just not happy with it. We get on the bus and he counts. He's like, all right, everybody's here. That's good. He's like, I, I'm not one person short. And not, you know, he's like, it's not surprising that tour guides come here with so many and then leave a few people short. 
Happens all the time. Are they trying to be funny? I don't know. I don't know if he was or not, but it was weird. And then at one point he was talking about uh, one of the cemeteries we'd walked, but we drove by. He was talking about the cemetery. And then somehow he swept into something about an orgy. And we're like, what the fuck? Everyone's like, did he really just say orgy? Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Because we weren't really paying attention. We were all Instagramming or uh, instant messaging each other on the bus, making jokes and making fun of everybody, just entertaining ourselves. Because we couldn't see shit because we were going so fast and it was snowing. We couldn't see anything. Everything's covered in snow. So we entertained ourselves. Um, but, uh, yeah, he he did not make anybody, any, like I said, he was probably the most hated person in Ireland at the end of this trip. Do you get to, like, review? Yes. They handed out reviews. My problem with that, I mean, they I guess. Go I'm, directly to the driver? Well, no, it, go, it has our name on it, which I don't like. But I said what I said my piece. Like, I did not give him good marks, you know. Um, I didn't give the tour good marks. We didn't, and even one of the the answers of our Cards Against Humanity thing is, oh, gee, look, 13 minutes at Cliffs of Moher. Like, that's the answer. Because we only got like 15, 20 minutes. Anywhere we went, we didn't get any time for anything, you know. Um, it was hurry up and rush, I think, because of the weather. He wanted to beat the weather. Yeah. So he hurried everything up. So I think our tour really, you know, um, suffered for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then we got two days in Dublin and everything was closed. We walked around. Bought a couple more extra things of the stores that were open. We bought some, we stopped at a grocery store and bought some food and snackies that call, Joy called them. Um, just because it was cheaper to buy them there than at the hotel. Yeah. Um, but overall, I liked the trip. It was, it was fun. You know, I think all the, if we didn't have the group of people we did and interacted with and, and had fun with, we wouldn't. Like we're all talking about going on a trip again together again. Um, yeah, it, it, it was cool because of that. It was nice to be in Ireland. Um, I was able to drink my non-alcoholic beer and that counted enough for me for having a pint in a pub, right. um, being able to drink at Guinness, drinking Guinness at Guinness. It wasn't Guinness, but it was a Guinness product. Right. Um, I, I never really had the urge to drink until the Thursday night fiasco with the flights. Like I was really stressed. Like I really didn't know like what was going to happen, you know? Yeah. So Sunday, 1 PM. I'm counting down on my phone, on my app, when I can check into British Airways. It's a British Airways fight, flying Aer Lingus. So Aer Lingus is flying us, but it's British Airways. I know, right? Another one of these Another one of these fucking disasters. things. Oh, yeah. It goes from British Airways to Aer Lingus. So Aer Lingus is the plane, but British Airways is booking it. And then it goes to British Airways, American Airlines, American Eagle for the flight from Toronto fucking to Chicago. So, so 1 o'clock says two seconds to check in. Oh, I can check in. Boom. Check in. Sorry, you cannot check into this flight because it is not a British Airways flight. Please contact the carrier directly. Uh, what the fuck? Shit. So I go downstairs, use the hotel phone, and call British Airways, waited about 25 minutes to get on the phone. Um, yeah, that's Aer Lingus. You have to contact them. I'm like, but it's a British Airways flight operated by Aer, Aer Lingus. And she's like, yes, it's code share. You have to contact them directly. I can't help you. I was like, I want to check in. I want to make sure I've got a flight. I want to make sure I've got a flight home from Toronto. Cause at this point, if I get to Toronto, I'm driving the fuck home. I don't care at this point. And she's like, oh, no, no, you've got two seats going from uh, Dublin to Toronto and four seats for some reason from Toronto to fucking Chicago. And I'm like, God damn it again. I just want boarding passes. All I want. She's like, well, you need to call Aer Lingus. I'm like, all right. So I look up Aer Lingus's phone number, call them, and it rings and rings and rings and rings and rings and rings and rings. 
I just cut out 19 minutes of Dave saying rings and rings and rings. Just so everybody's aware. I know it's flawless once it is. again. Good job again. Yeah. Um, but uh, he finally gets on and uh, he's like, how can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to check into my flight. I tried British Airways. I said I had to call it you. I tried it on your app. I downloaded your Aer Lingus app. It's not letting me check in. Can you help me? Yeah, let me see. What's your uh, reference number? And I give him my, no, no, no. Aer Lingus reference number is a two number. I don't have that number, dude. All I have is a British Airways one. They told me you're, that you're flying. He said, well, what's the flight number? I don't know. I'm going from Dublin to Toronto at 1 o'clock tomorrow. That's all I know. All right, let me look you up by your passport number. So give me a passport. All right, yeah, I see David. I'm like, yeah, I said, can you verify your address? I'll give it to him. Can you verify your date of birth? Can you verify your passport number? I'm like, I just gave it to you. Yes. I'm like, <laughs> give it to him idiot. again. Give it to him again. He's like, all right, so you're traveling from Dublin to Chicago. I'm like, am I going direct? Because I know there are direct flights, too. And he's like, no, 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 you're going by a Toronto. I'm like, can you get me on a direct one? I'd really rather just go Toronto to Chicago and be done, or from Dublin to Chicago and be done. No, 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 I don't have any flights available for that. You're on this one. Just stay with this one. I'm like, all right, that's fine. He's like, there's so much volume because of the closure. I'm like, all right, cool. Can I get a boarding pass? Well, because something had been changed on your account in the last 24 to 48 hours, I can't print you up a boarding pass, and you can't either. So um, you're going to have to get it when you get there. I'm like, wait a minute. What changed in 24 to 48 hours? This was done on Thursday. Like, the only thing that changed was I tried to check in. That's the only thing that changed. Right. That's it. And I couldn't even do it. Well, it says you're checked in. I'm like, it didn't let me. And I'm like, all right. Well, if I'm good, he's like, you'll get a boarding pass and everything at the at the gate. You're fine. Don't worry about it, sir. You've got a flight. You've got two tickets. And for some reason, there's four tickets going from Toronto to Chicago. I'm like, I don't understand right. that either. Somehow they booked half the plane for you yeah. going from Toronto yeah. to Just Chicago. to make sure. I said I wanted to make sure I got a flight, so they got me all these fucking tickets. I don't know. <laughs> I should be fucking selling these tickets. Um, and uh, I'm like, all right. Fine, whatever. So I was like, fuck it. And so just on a strange whim, I went to their their uh, website, not the app, Aer Lingus's website. I was able to access a PDF form of my boarding pass for me and Joy. Hmm. So I'm like, this is a good sign. I've got a boarding pass for both of us. So I, I printed that out. So I had that. I was happy because now I've got a boarding pass for both Joy and I. We're good. Go to fucking Dublin Airport. Go through the customs and all that stuff. Everything's cool. Um, at the ticket counter, she gave us my boarding pass, like an actual ticket boarding pass for my Ireland trip, and a boarding pass from Toronto to Chicago. So now I have all my flight tickets in my hand. I'm a happy motherfucker. Yeah. And she's like, oh, have you ever gone through Toronto from another country going back into the States? I'm like, no. She's like, okay, it's very strange. It sounds strange. I've never done it, so I don't know. But you have to literally just take your bag, like your luggage, off of the rack and put it on another belt. It's all you do. I'm like, okay, so she's like, yeah, you don't have to go through TSA and all that stuff again. You just do that. All right, fine. Have you ever flown into Toronto? No. Okay. Let me tell you about how much fun I had. I've been to Calgary. That's like my experience in Canada. Driving or flying? Flying. Okay. Maybe it's the same. How long ago was it? Oh, this was years ago. Uh, Maybe it's different now then. All right. Since 9-11, I think it's different. So we fly into Toronto. I get off the plane, and I stop a lady. Okay, I have a connecting flight. Where do I go? Oh, you got to go get your bag and then go through customs. I'm like, no, no, I have a connecting flight. Yeah, I know, sir. Just go get your bag, go through your know, the connection thing. You'll go through customs. I'm like, all right, whatever. So we go to get my bag. We have to go through customs first before I even get my bag. He looks at our passport, looks at our boarding pass of where we came from, asks us where we came from, how much how much we bought, all that the regular customs yeah. thing. But I'm in Canada, so I'm like, why the fuck am I answering this shit? I'm not come. I'm not staying fucking here. He even asks, how long are you staying? Two hours. Two fucking hours. So I get on a plane and go the fuck home. 
all right, well, have a good day, sir. So I go through him, go get our luggage, and I go to the lady, okay, where do I go now? I've got a connecting flight. She's like, oh, you go down this hall, turn to the left, and you go to the uh, uh, um, departures, connections. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go that way, come there, there's a lady standing there, and she's like, um, where, where are you flying? I'm like, to Chicago. Well, what airline? I think American Airlines, American Eagle, British Airways, one of those three. Just take your pick. She's like, oh, those are all upstairs. you got to go upstairs. I'm like, with my bag? She's like, yeah, take your bag upstairs. You go. All right. So we go up the escalator, and I shit you not, we it looked like we had just walked into the airport for a departure. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And Joe's like, what? I was like, we got to go through the fucking TSA again and customs again. This is bullshit. And I'm thinking we got to go through customs when we get to go here. What the fuck? So we haul ass all the way down. Now, granted, we only had two hours. Haul ass all the way down, find American Airlines, and they're all self check, like self scan. So you just basically throw your bag on there, on the little belt. You scan your boarding pass, and you go. Mm-hmm. Throw my bag on there, scan my boarding pass, rejected. And like, well, maybe this bag is attached to Joy's. Throw my bag, Joy, the same bag on a different belt because it was like locked up. Different belt, scan Joy's, rejected. I asked the guy, and he looks at my tags like, no, no, no. No, no, this this says you're coming here. You're here. Where are you going? I'm like, no, we're going to O'Hare. He's like, no, it only says to here. You got to get another boarding pa- or another luggage tag for your luggage. I'm like, no, look, it says right there, O-R-D. That's O'Hare. That's where we're going. Yeah, but this is an Aer Lingus boarding pass. You're you're on American Airlines now. You need an American Airlines one. It doesn't read. They're not the same. I was like, well, why the fuck didn't they tell me that before? So we go to the guy. We tell him. He's like, no, no, you're fine. Just Just scan the right one. Because he's under the assumption that I thought maybe I scanned the wrong. So we go back again. Didn't work. Go back to the guy. The guy tells me again, no, you need a new tag. So I go back to the guy. He's like, look, I need a new tag. He's like, it didn't work? He's like, no. He's like, well, I don't know why. All right, well, just take those tags off. I'll bring you a new one. So I hand him my passport boarding pass. 10, 15 minutes goes by, and he's just clicking, shaking his head, not saying a word. Chewing his gum. <laughs> he was on Facebook, Dave. I'm like, Matt, that doesn't look good, dude. What's going on? Oh, no, no, it's fine. Now, just so we're clear, I cut out 19 minutes of Dave doing that, <laughs> too. Just because, and, you know, just for time. Yeah, time, time. Um, and so finally, he prints out a new one, put it on my thing, and the lady comes running, his boss comes running out of her office. You didn't weigh those. And I'm like, why do they need to get weighed? I'm connecting. I've, I just came through your airport from another airport it was fine then why is it not i didn't buy anything look i just landed 18 minutes ago like what the fuck and she's like well and he's like no no they're fine they're fine so she lets us go i go get it working we're cool go through the tsa checkpoint part she she asks us where we're going where we're connecting from where we're from i tell her the story i was like, do we really have to go through this line again i just came from another airport she's like yeah we don't do that you have to go through tsa again i'm like fuck all right come on how stupid so is that? I start walking. I get about nine feet away from here. I said, I hear, sir, stop. I'm like, stop. I turn around. I was like, what? You need to stay with your wife. I'm like, where did she go? She's like, she's over here. Why the fuck is she going that way? And well, apparently I didn't know when I walked away, the, there was a random checkpoint lady heard me say that we're connecting and I'm worried about time. She grabbed joy to run her through a, a random security check, which then bumps us to the front of the line. I didn't know that. So I had to go wait for her to do her thing. And then we got bumped to the front of the line, go through TSA, and now I started chewing again, which you know, and my chew is metal. Since my tattoo is on my left hand where I usually keep my chew and everything, I haven't been keeping it in that pocket. I keep it in my little carpenter's pocket down on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I forgot about it. Uh-oh. I went through the alarm. I, I set off the metal detector. 
And he's like, they tackled you. He's like, do you have anything metal? I'm like, checking my up pockets. I'm like, I have nothing. I pull them out. I'm like, I got nothing. And go through again. He's like, you're beeping on the right hand side. What do you got? I'm like, nothing. I'm like, oh shit. He's like, what? I'm like, I forgot. And I pulled. He's like, really slowly. I'm like, it, it's just chew. And I pull it out. And I show it to him. He's like, I got to run this through the machine. I'm like, all right, go ahead, do what you got to do. I got to patch it down. And I was like, all right, it's fine. He's like, uh, what did he say? It said something about my leg because I was wearing my fleece lined pants. He's like, why, why are your, why are your legs wet? I'm like, because I'm wearing fleece lined pants and I just came on a six and a half fucking hour flight or whatever it was. I'm hot, you know? And he's like, okay, all right, go get your stuff and you're good. So then I go get my stuff and my book bag's missing. How do you know your legs were wet? He was, he had patted me down and like, felt me. And he like lifted up my sleeve, or lifted up my pants and felt my leg. Oh, and, oh okay, yeah. like sweat. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I say, did they make you take your pants off, Dave? Yeah, I just whipped my dick out right there. Um, and, uh, so I'm like, where's my, uh, everything's there except for my book bag. And Joy's like, your book bag's on the floor over there. I'm like, what the fuck? So she grabs my book bag, comes up to me, goes, is this your bag, sir? I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you have anything skull shaped in it? I'm like, not that I think of. She's like, uh, cause it came as something skull, uh, on there. It looks like a skull. I'm like, I bought a keychain, but it's a bottle top. Let me show you. So I showed her the keychain. She's like, that's not it. Do you mind if I go through your bag? I'm like, no, go ahead. So she goes through everything. Well, I have a metal skull pick for my beard. I forgot I brought it with me on this trip. So I forgot about my chew, forgot about that. She looks at it. She's like, what is this? I mean, it's, it's for my beard. You know, I kind of mind like I was combing out my beard. And she's like, oh. So she turns to the, her, her supervisor and she's like, I found the skull. It's this. And she's like, what is that? And she kind of acts like she's combing her beard. She's like, it's for his beard. And then she's like, okay, he's fine. So then we got to go. Go through there. What what difference does it make? I don't, I don't know. Maybe they thought it was a knife or something or oh, okay. fucking brass knuckles. I don't know what they thought it was. I don't know. Maybe because it showed up metal. I don't know. Yeah. They probably thought it was a knife because it looks like a pick with knives. I think they didn't fucking buy a knife. Well, it would have been in our luggage. Yeah. But. So we go to the next point and we have to put in our passport and the passport and it takes your picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a little printout. You one by one. So I've got one piece of paper with my fucking brand new picture and my passport in my hand. Joy does the same thing. We go through the lady and she's like, okay, go to the next line. We, she takes the paper. We go to the next line, have to do the same exact thing, but this time it's everybody in the party and it's confirming your flight that you're going to, where you're going, how many bags you checked and how many people are with you. Do all that. It takes my picture. And it says, put your second person in. So Joy puts her passport in. Joy takes her picture, prints out another piece of paper with fucking both our pictures on it now. Go through that line and go to a customs guy. Now, we had already gone to a customs guy when we first got off the fucking plane. How long has it been since you landed originally? About an hour now. Okay. And uh, we get to this guy, and he's like, where are you guys coming from? I was like, Ireland. He's like, where are you guys going? I was like, home, Chicago. Okay. Did you guys buy anything while you're there? I'm like, yeah. What? Souvenirs, you know, T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, shot glasses, stuff like that. No alcohol or tobacco. I was like, just the tobacco that I brought with me. Uh, what do you mean by that, sir? And I'm like, I got chew. And he's like, okay. Any liquor? And we both said no. Well, we forgot we bought little tiny mead bottles for her kids, mm-hmm. but they were in our luggage and it is what it is. Um, so he was like maybe three minutes time tops. He's like, all right, you guys see ya. Have a good one. So then we go through him and we were able to start walking through the airport to find our fucking gate. Jesus Christ. And, uh, we go all the way, get to our gate. Oh, beforehand, because Joy collects the Starbucks cups. Mm-hmm. We saw one as soon as we got upstairs, and she's like, ooh. I was like, oh, we could get one. I'm like, wait a minute. If we got to go through TSA and all that shit, I don't want to have to bring this through and 
It'll be a, be a hassle. Hopefully, we'll find a Starbucks in the airport after we get in, and we just don't have to worry about it. So we get to our gate. There's nothing there. We hadn't eaten all day. Um, we got a, we got a meal on the flight, but well, I didn't get to eat much of it because it was like shit I couldn't eat. But so I'm starving. My stomach's all upset from just nerves the whole time. We had about 45 minutes till we were supposed to board, and we look at the fucking TV, and it said it was after five, and I was like five oh seven. We were leaving at six twenty. And it said, next flight, Phoenix, Arizona, 1700. I'm like, it's five after. There's no one here. Where the fuck is that flight? Like, what the fuck is going on? So we kind of sat around for a couple minutes. And I was like, well, let's go get some something to eat and get a pop or whatever. So we go to the opposite end of the fucking airport, find her a Starbucks, get her a fucking mug, get her some coffee and something to eat. I grabbed me a couple of chips and uh, grabbed a pop, went back and sat down. And then I hear and then they showed up for the flight. They couldn't figure out why it was still there. And they're like, oh, it's in the air. It left already. I'm like, well, how did it leave? Because we got here five minutes after it was supposed to leave, and there was nobody here. Like, unless it left early and the Air American Airlines, people just left. Like, usually you would still see them there, you would think. They're gone. Nobody there. They couldn't figure out how to fix it. And they call over the radio or over the PA. They're like, okay, if you're on this flight and you're boarding in group seven, eight, or nine, you need to check your bags with us. It'll go to your final destination because this is an overbooked flight and we don't have enough room. And I'm like, I'm not fucking putting my shit in there. Like my book bags fit under the seat. Like, and they were kept calling it. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Fuck you guys, you know? And uh, we were group seven and uh, they call it group six. I waited for a little while while they were in line. I just jumped right behind a guy and I'm like, what, what group are you? He's like six. I'm like, all right, I'm going to grab behind you. You're the last six. We went through, the guy scanned our ticket. As soon as we walked through the door, now serving, or now, now boarding group seven, I'm like, see, perfect fucking timing. So we got on, and I was on one aisle, there was the aisle, and then Joy was there. And we've never flown not sitting next to each other. I was kind of freaking a little bit, plus the weather. It was starting to snow, starting to rain there, and I had heard Chicago was getting a lot too. I'm like, fuck. And, uh, so the whole flight home, I sat next to a guy that works for an airline, kind of like Sunstrand, mm-hmm. and he talked about planes the entire trip. Entire trip. And it was so boring. Well, why didn't you tell him shut the fuck up or act like you're trying to take a nap or something? Because I'm too nice. Dude, I've been on lots of flights and never <laughs> had a chatty person next to me. I always do. Knock I, on wood. I do all the time. <clears throat> I find that interesting. Every time you get on a fucking airplane, you get next to somebody who's yeah. chatty. Yeah. I think it's you, Dave. It is me. I bring it on to people. <laughs> um, but here's another weird twist of the whole story. So we always take the bus from South Beloit to O'Hare. We're sitting at the Toronto airport. I logged my phone into their internet, and I'm getting blown up by my dad and my mom. My dad basically said, we're coming to get you at O'Hare. And I'm like, nope, we got a bus ticket. I already paid for a bus ticket. We're good. Your mom really wants to come get you. We're coming to get you. I'm like, no, I'm good. What flight are you blind or what flight are you taking? What time do you land? And I'm like, dad, we don't need a ride. Your mom's coming to get you. We're coming. I was like, all right, I'm not going to tell you no again. I told you no three times. So I told him the flight, what time would be there. I said, all right, we'll meet you there. So they picked us up and drove us home. I was more scared of my dad's driving than any of my flights that I took. Really? Because you remember what it was like Monday night? Snow and rain and uh, slush. I was at work. Not, I, at, not at eight o'clock at night. Time do you start? I, I get there at five. Oh, do you go that early? And then oh, I right, don't get off 12s. until five uh, thirty. That's right. I forgot you twelve. So yeah. while I was there, it snowed. I didn't get to experience anything yeah. except the cleanup. So yeah, it was snow and rain and sleet, and my dad was driving eighty miles an hour on ninety. Good man. I was like, dude, 
really? I'm not going to die in the airplane. I'm going to die on my dad. I'm, I, all this trip, I, I, I survived so th- why the did, beast from the east. <laughs> what was the thing that they, why didn't your mom want you to ride the bus? I, I think they didn't want me to wait another hour for the bus to come because by the time we landed, we wouldn't have missed, we would have made that first one. Then they were worried about it getting worse road conditions and she just wanted me home. She wanted her son home. That's what I'm Mom being mom. Mm hmm. And so they don't know that I have a tattoo. Is this going to be an issue? No, it, well, my mom doesn't like it when I get tattoos. Oh. But you got 150 I fucking know. tattoos. I know. What's one more? I know, At least right? you didn't drink in Ireland. I know. Well, I know. You know, kind of. Um, so I, luckily, they didn't help us get our, put our bags in the, in the back of the, the van. And because it was snowing really good when we got home, they didn't get out. Right. So. I'm safe right now, but eventually, yes, they will see the tattoo. I don't see what the big deal is. I don't either. You have to, it's not like your first tattoo dude, and I'm almost and you're 40. 12. I'm almost 40. Like, come on. You know? Yeah, I mean, Dave's putting lube all over his yeah. tattoo as we speak. So that is the quick version of my Ireland uh, That was not quick at all. <laughs> I left a lot That's of shit out. literally the longest Rock Vegas we've ever done. But well, it's good. I mean... Uh, at least you got like the the bulk of it. Yeah, I left a lot of shit episode. out, but that was uh, that was a big part. Um, I did I did manage to uh, go shopping at a store. It wasn't an Abercrombie and Fitch, but it reminded me a lot about it, and I'll bring that up on the next episode. Oh yeah, I don't even know if I want to know this fucking story. If it has anything to do with what I think it has something to do with. <laughs> Not looking forward to it. One but, of the one of the stores that was open on Sunday in Dublin. It was the oh first store boy. that I went to. Oh boy! So, well, there's a nice tease for the for next, next episode. That's right. Well, I'm glad you uh, made it. Yeah. To the the beast of the east or whatever yeah. the fuck it was called. And, yeah. It, uh, and and the funny thing is too. One last thing. Everybody in our group that we talked to, like our little tight little group, our group. I'm calling our group. Each one of us had to blame to be stuck there. I joked to people, yeah, I may never come back because I'm going to love it so much. Joy said the same thing. So that would be why we got stuck there. Um, three of the four of the family members, the sisters and mother, uh, prayed for snow while we were there. Um, and the other two, I think, just didn't want to go home. So, yeah, it was all our fault. Wow. All that, like, uh, that aura of not wanting to leave Ireland. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, man. So. Well, word to the wise: don't uh, don't do that, and don't fucking connect through Toronto. It sounds like. <laughs> no, the cool thing though is I didn't have to go through customs when we got to O'Hare. Wow. We literally got off the plane, got our luggage, and left. I wonder if it's because like Canada and. I think yeah, like United I States think are, you know yeah, I think when we went through Canadian customs, it basically was like our customs, right? But it was so much more detailed though, man. It was crazy. Went through customs twice. It's definitely not like that with Mexico. <laughs> no. No, I went through it twice. Like the customs, actual customs border twice. And then the whole picture thing, like three or four times was weird. Yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Toronto's airport's weird. This would be interesting because in, in literally a few days, I'm going to be on my way to New York. Not leaving the country, but, you know, always interesting ha- things happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm just crossing my fingers. I don't get stranded in New York with the snowstorm. Yeah, no shit. Because this is prime time. Yeah. For like last 
big snowfalls for the year, and the East Coast always gets slammed. Yep. Yikes. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for letting me tell the whole long version. Yeah, it was good. Thanks for the shirt. And yeah. uh, sorry, Joy couldn't be here. She actually had to go to work today. Yeah, that was the original plan. If you had got back on normal schedule, yeah, Joy would have be been here, here to help recount this tale. Yeah, she wants to come back and tell her version still too. Her version. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So she'll probably say the things I left out. So yeah. Be be looking for that soon. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, right on. Left off. Hey, fellas. Does your beard itch? Does your beard not grow in all the way? Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today. We've got great beard oils with sensual love. We also include the emotional healing properties and the aromatherapy information with each scent. Go to phoenixbeardoils.com today and give someone the bird. Everybody, do you do shopping online? Well, do us a favor and go to d2rpn.com and click our Amazon banner and help out the network. It's going to cost you nothing extra. We get a percentage back from everything that you buy. And uh, you know what? That would be a win-win-win. It's a win for you, win for the network, and a win for Amazon. Um, great prices, uh, everyday savings, and uh, you get what you want, and you're helping us out. So this is kind of like donating, but you get something out of it. It's great. Um, So go do it, d2rpn.com. There's banners everywhere on the website. Thanks for your support. Call the D2R Podcast Network hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. If you call and we're recording, we'll take your call live on the air. If you call and we're not recording, leave a voicemail with your name, the show you're calling for, and we'll play it live on the next show. The hotline is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. Once again, the D2R Podcast Network hotline, USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. Call today.
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. You enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network and spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. <laughs>